you know, in in a day long like this, one of the things that we are cultivating is this this ability in the heart and mind that recognizes that there is something that is supporting us, like resting, that knowing, knowing that you're walking, knowing that you're sitting now, knowing that there's an arising of an intention or an emotion, whatever it is, a thought. But there is something that when we become aware, it's almost like that becoming aware, that being aware also become a home base. What is being known right now. And so sometimes we can just rest, rest in that knowing, not doing anything else, just what is being known. It's okay too. And uh, so I want to speak, to share with you some reflections a little bit about something else that we were cultivating and doing in the morning. And now we're going to do a little bit in another way and is bringing an attitude of kindness to our practice. And that attitude can also become a mind state. And that mind state can also become something that maybe we want to cultivate because we see that it supports us in any circumstances in our lives. And is these mind states that we call the divine abodes, meaning Meta loving kindness. Meta is the Pali word. <clears throat> Compassion, Karuna. And sympathetic joy, Mudita. And equanimity, Upeka. And some of you mentioned some of these qualities of the heart, mind states already as we were. Um, being engaged in the practice of establishing Sangha. So these these, these are also called Brahma Viharas. And they can be practiced in different ways. They can be practiced for different purposes which I love because depending where you're at in the moment, again, you can be your own teacher, connect to your wisdom and say, this is what is needed here. Maybe I do this, this way or that way. So the classical way to practice with these Brahmaviharas or mind states, divine abodes, places in the mind, heart, where we can rest. Um, We can rest in. One way of practicing them is recognizing them by being, uh, 
uh, let me back up. Um, having the intention to be open for them to arise in us and to start with an attitude of that, that Brahma Vihara. So, for example, this morning, sometimes I just said, Oh, maybe check, you know, if you check the attitude, what's the attitude with how you're receiving this experience, maybe it will be supported to have an attitude of kindness. That's definitely part of metta. That's definitely part of what we call loving kindness, what we call benevolence. It's almost like you're infusing your body with that quality, if you wish, with that attitude of the mind. And you are like embodying real time. You're recognizing that it's within you and one way or another you generate it, even when you think you cannot make it. (laughs) I don't like meta. I'm not going to practice that. Well, can, what, is there curiosity? Can you be polite? Can you be kind in a little bit? Or can you, you think of someone that has been kind to you? Yeah. Does it soften your heart, mind? Yes, that's fine. Perfect. That counts for me as a teacher today. So... <laughs> All that to say that that way of practicing is to develop wholesome states of mind, kusula, to help the mind to set the conditions, to incline the mind to what is supportive to you in that moment, to have something wholesome that arises in, in, in your heart mind. Um. So it also helps the wisdom that is within you, the discernment, the discernment at some point, this happens to me, it's like, well, I don't want to do this, I don't want to, and at some point, okay, Veroni, another angle here, is this useful? Well, I don't know, no, okay, well, in this dear mind, in the cognitive side, at some point it says, okay, it's not useful. Let me try something else. It's not like I want it. I really want it. But, you know, this mind, it's our rationalizing and all that. It's like, yeah, let me just, okay, let me see what else is useful. Curious? I can be curious. Okay, go for it. And if it is too strong, can you just be here, can be present here? And being present, is a gift to ourselves in this world, cultivating mindfulness in any way you can is an act, is a radical act of kindness. Whether you believe it or not, you know, at some point it may sink in. So all these ways, all these words is just to tell you that We've been practicing metta 
in one way or another by checking the attitude and, oh, well, let me just see, okay, I'm receptive, okay, let me just, there's kindness there. And so the other way is the classical way, the traditional way, which phrases, and you may hear this in different different traditions, even non-Buddhists. May I be happy? May I be safe? May I have health? May I live with ease? And that happiness may mean different things for different moments in our lives. For me, sometimes it has been, may I be at peace with how things are? We'll talk about balance and equanimity later, but that's the beginning for me to move, you know, this this quality of kindness, depending what it touches in our heart, becomes a different flavor. So for me, sometimes it's like, may I be, may I be at peace? For you, maybe sometimes, may I be content? Or may I have a smile? May I be able to smile at least for 10 seconds because of I'm just happy to be here today. That counts. Don't 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 discount any movement of this mind heart towards meta, towards kindness. Listen to it. Like a breeze on your face that comes in and suddenly it's like, wow, this feels Nice. Meta can be like that sometimes for us, in the midst of all. And so, um, so when Meta touches this witch of us wanting to be, this aspiration of wanting to be happy, be at ease with things, you became small here. Hold on a minute. Okay, I open the screen. It's meta. When it touches the suffering of ourselves or others, it transforms into compassion. When you feel happy for the joy of others, you know, like at the beginning of Sangha, this this morning, so I'm so happy you're here. That's Mudita. Or like you're like, I am happy to be here. That's Mudita for yourself. Is that rejoicing in one way or another? I don't care how intense or not or whatever. It's Mudita. And we'll practice with balance. Equanimity doesn't mean that you need to accept that, you, no, hold on, doesn't mean that you need to like what is happening, but that you accept how things are for you and how things are for other people. This is how it is right now. Yep. 
this is how it is in this heart and this body, this mind. Yeah? It is like this. That's equanimity. And I don't like it. We'll take that. It is like this. I don't like it. May I respond with respect and love. This is sacred ground. This is sacred ground. It takes a lot of strength emotionally, intellectually, physically even, sometimes to be radically honest with ourselves. This is how it is. So, and with all the joys and sorrows in our lives, these qualities will support us. It will support us to stay here. Mindfulness will tell you what is happening moment to moment. Mindfulness will tell you, I know this is happening and it's happening now. Metta and these qualities of the heart will help you stay, especially when it's hard. In a kind way, in a way that this, this being feels seen, feels held, feels respected. And mindfulness will give you that stability. There is a little a little bit of calmness that we need to cultivate. And that's where the stillness, the silence comes, the silence comes in. To listening to the joys and the sorrows, to listening to the cries of the world, to listening to what annoys us, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, to listen to, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's what is passing through my mind right now. Yep. And at some point when there's enough stability in the mind, enough stability that meaning that you can be present with what is here without forcing without it doesn't have to be pleasant but there's a wholesome aspect of the practice you know that you're here because you want to live your life fully and say let me be here okay this is overwhelming let me step back so i can continue be here in whatever way i can be let me go and look at the song let me just listen to a song to reset myself, to balance myself, so that I can welcome everything. And these qualities of the heart will support you. And what will happen is that at some point, it's almost like the sense of self, the sense of, oh my gosh, this is happening to me, why? Or this, or, you know, I want to be in another situation. 
Or, no, I don't want to send meta to this person because I have a grudge with them. I have not resolved. I'm laughing because kindly and gently a dear being came to my mind. That I'm sending meta, sometimes I'm like, no, not today. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it keeps you, it keeps you being here and being able to choose. When you are here, you can choose. You have choices, you have options. But when we're not here and we're completely not knowing what is happening, whatever is happening, it's hard to see that we have choices, that there's an opening. Even when the heart is cracked open, even when it is unbearable, trusting that broken heart, let it be. You may be surprised what shows up for you. We just don't know. Sometimes we just don't know. Sometimes we do know. It's like, oh, yes, Bruni, I know this hurts. And I cannot even put it into words. Or, you know, there's so much joy. I cannot even content myself. And I'm completely entangled in having this continuing to happen because it's so pleasurable. So, you know, there's a whole range of things here. But if we're here, there's enough stability for you to see, okay, too much, too too little is okay for you to reach out, 911 Sangha, whatever it is. It's a whole different way of of being here. It also helps us in seeing what is what is most important to me right now. Do I really need to continue arguing with this person? Or you know, wanting to be the perfect meditator? Maybe it's not necessary. So with that, we will, let me see one thing here. Let me just check here. Okay. Actually, with that, um, less than go into a practice we'll we'll do sitting stillness meditation and I will guide you on metta and then after this we'll go to uh, let's see how it goes we'll go to Maybe just checking just a little bit here, and then uh, you'll have lunch.
and we'll come back after lunch, okay? <clears throat> So becoming aware of this intention I just planted the seeds for, planted the conditions for inclining this dear mind to receive, to practice, to recognize this mind state of metta, of kindness, benevolence, goodwill. And again, we start practicing real time by just be it. Choosing a posture that supports you. Checking in with the body to see what is what is more supportive to you, maybe standing. Maybe it's walking or moving. Maybe it's lying down. Whatever it is for you. And having a sense of this body taking its place unapologetically, being here, relaxing in the present moment, relaxing meaning, let things be how they are in this moment and other things can be attended later, but just being here. With no agenda, but just practice sincerely here. Being aware that the body is breathing itself and let it be how it is. However the breath is, is okay. This is not a breathing exercise. This is being here, receiving sensations of breathing in and out. Receiving sensations of the body, whatever is predominant that you can press the attention in as a home base. Receiving my voice, knowing, knowing this present moment from the inside out of this body. If you wish, also, you can rest 
in the rhythm of the breath. It could be very soothing. Kindly and gently receiving this moment with an open attitude, an attitude of curiosity, openness, even respect. Receiving the stillness in the midst of all. These are all preliminaries before we go fully into meta practice. If it is helpful, just seeing what is obvious for you, note it. And when when it's not obvious anymore or not appealing, you can just go back, go back to your home base. So now we can maybe bring this intention of practicing metta with some phrases. 
And the idea of practicing with phrases is that we go back to the phrases. It's like the phrases become your home base. And it helps stabilize the mind, unify the mind, collect the mind. And I can offer some phrases. However, you can then craft your own phrases, simple phrases, that you can come back to and just repeat them kindly, gently in your mind. And so usually we start with ourselves or a benefactor. Today we'll start with a benefactor. So maybe bring into to your mind, heart, a benefactor, someone that has supported you. And this could be a human being or it could be a non-human being, a pet, a plant, a tree. In some ways, they could be benefactors too. Someone that you go to to ask for advice or they support you in all kinds of situations. Have a felt sense of this being right now, right here. Having a sense, how does it feel in this dear body? Bringing this benefactor to your field of mindfulness, of awareness. And so without any conditions for this to happen, you just can wish well-being, happiness, or some wellness to this being. May you be well. May you be happy. Yes, may it be so. May you have health. However this is for you, may you have health. May you be safe and live with ease. 
And so we can continue repeating these phrases gently, kindly, whatever phrases. Also, if you have other phrases you can use, feel welcome. And for this benefactor, this is the wellness, goodwill, love that is not conditional. Whatever conditions there are in their lives of these benefactors, may they be well. Yes, may you be so. There may be one more one more person or more people showing up. It's okay. If you can choose a benefactor, that's okay. If not, that's okay. You can send meta to benefactors. And if it is too much, Sometimes other emotions arise or other categories of people. Not to force metta. But you can go back in a kind way to your mindfulness practice and be with whatever shows up with lots of space around you. Being aware of the space around you. And whatever shows up can be welcome, touched. And when you're ready to go back to metta, you can do so, but not to force metta. If the mind, if the attention gets drifted, drifts away, not a problem. Don't make it a problem. It's okay. Start anew. 
Actually, there's no beginning or end in this practice. As soon as you recognize, oh, getting distracted, know that, and continue. May, may you be happy, may you be well. May you have health. May you be safe and live with ease. Now, having this benefactor stay here next to you as you're making a circle around you. And maybe invite another category, friends. Could be one or could be some or could be many. Friends in a circle for you, being here for you, and you be here for them. And having this wish that they could be happy, that they could be safe and live with ease. And so visualizing them or having a sense of them and sending meta with whatever phrases you use. May you all be well. May you be well. May you have health and be safe. May you live with ease. And now letting these friends become part of your circle of beings, your wishing meta to connecting with the body, seeing how are you right now? Mindfulness. And then coming back to meta, bringing a neutral being. Someone you don't have a strong affection or preference or aversion 
maybe someone you see in your neighborhood or at the store. And so sending the phrases at your pace. Coming back to the phrases, may you be well, may it be so. May you have health and may you be safe and protected. May you leave with this. May it be so. Letting this dear neutral being join the circle. And now maybe bringing someone you feel a little annoyed. Please choose someone that, you know, is it's just not very hard that you're entangled with, but not in a big way. Just an annoyance, something manageable. Manageable meaning that you can wish them meta. And if they would be practicing here, that they may send you meta. Because you may be the annoying person for them. But whatever it is, may they come to your field of mindfulness. In the presence of all the previous beings. And so, sending the phrases, sending metta to this person that also wants to be happy, free, liberated, like you, like you may want to. 
another human being that wants to be happy. May you be well. May you have health and may you be safe. May it be so. May you live with ease. In sending meta to this being. And then letting these being be part of the circles, the circle of beings you've been wishing meta to. Maybe, maybe now you can bring all beings, including yourself, all beings everywhere without exception, if possible, whatever is possible for you. But you're definitely one in this group. May we all be happy. May we all be well. May it be so. May we have health and be safe. May we live with ease. May it be so. All beings, including all beings in the natural world, Mother Earth, all humans, pets, fish, plants, everything, everyone.
as we end this meditation and you hear the bell letting the circle all these dear beings fade away or stay with you in one way or another whatever is supportive but just listening to the bell and just feeling these sensations caused by this mental state and practice of metta or mindfulness with kindness or any way you were practicing. Thank you, everyone. And so taking a moment to move every set. If you need to go to the restroom or stand up, Please do so, looking around. So, you know, sometimes I just trust this practice so much and community and the teachings and our capacity to be awake, to be free. I had many plans, things I can share with, etc. It happens to me all the time. This is part of my teaching style, I guess. But I really need to see what is here. Who are you? Hi. Getting to know you. Being here in community. And then it's like the Dharma takes over, you know. It's like, well, Bruni, I don't think so. Yeah, don't don't talk about Anatta. Today or, or, you know, all these deep truths, or I mean, they're here one way or another, or don't, I don't know, that was not kind of, or not here. But I just love how really we co-create through interconnectedness what is here. 
and what what it is that how it is that we practice how it is that this saying in the practice of we're practicing for ourselves for others and for everyone it really becomes alive when we see the interconnectedness of all of us here the precepts make sense Interconnectedness, meaning that we see our true conditions of the moment and that we also see the humanity within us, the human condition. We can be in different places, we can talk different languages, we They have different preferences in all categories of our lives. But then we really see the human condition. Because we're not exempt. We're not exempt of aging, of sickness, of dying. We're not exempt of being separated at some point from what is dear to us. Or not. And with that, we're also not exempt of recognizing, having the capacity, I if we are mindful of uh, recognizing the consequences of actions. One moment lead to another moment. And this moment conditions the next moment and this moment conditions the next moment. And so there is a possibility to see the impact And really to cultivate conditions that may bring benefit to all of us, that may create well-being. Maybe that we don't cause additional harm of what is happening already in the world. We There are many conditions, you know, we're cultivating conditions, but then there are many conditions that we don't have control over. And these practice give us the opportunity of, oh my gosh, this is what is happening. I can do, you know, I can incline the mind to create more benefit. And I can also incline the mind to see what is the appropriate response. What is to be in right relationship? wise relationship with what is presenting here, what is being showing up in our lives. Wise relationship. And that may mean different things for all of us. 
but you know, one genital. way of saying that we could be in wise relationship is causing not no more harm. There is this teaching of the Buddha, the dart. Some of you may hear it, may have listened to it, or the arrow. <clears throat> and a practitioner comes to the Buddha and says, oh, no, no. The practitioner shows up and the Buddha says to them, if an arrow with dart is shoot to someone and hits, you know, hits them, does it hurt? Yes. Yes, venerable one. I just love the how all the language and the stories and yes, venerable one. And then The Buddha said, okay, and if there's something else that happens and there's another arrow, a second arrow, that gets shot to this person, a second arrow, does it hurt? Oh, yes, venerable one, indeed. So the first arrow is everything that life brings. All these natural laws that sometimes we're so used to receive day-to-day life that we forget. We just forget that we're human beings and this body needs to be taken care of. You know, there have been moments in which I just keep going. I just keep going. When I was working full time, I was working maybe sometimes if I was in the field and doing environmental work, it will be like 14, 16 hours a day. And I will, you know, like, okay, let me just grab something to it. But it was like, let me just finish this and then I eat. Or, you know, what kind of support can I get so that I end today at 5 o'clock instead of 9 o'clock? We forget. Sometimes we are so passionate about what we do, we forget. And sometimes there is such a sense of responsibility Oh, my goodness. I think one of the teachings of a dear teacher to me for a year or two was, you don't have to work this hard. You don't have to work that hard. That was all in practice discussions. Oh, you don't have to work that hard. Like, but no, you know, like what they're going to think about me or... Would I lose my job? Or no, it has to be my that way. Or no, my dad used to say this. My mother used to do this. The world used to me this mind. And at some point, I don't know, it's different for all of us. There's something that makes us pause. 
for me at that moment was and surprisingly uh, I had to have surgery an emergency surgery that was it it was like two months out of work and That was one time. And it's interesting the times maybe that if you reflect on this and say, what are the moments that suddenly it's like, okay, what is most important to me? What is the pause here? Would be a moment of enormous joy, contentment. Oh my gosh, there's peace in the world suddenly. You say it and like you savor it and like this is the most important because it's, or sometimes it's so unfamiliar, like, oh my gosh, I really want this to continue and say, I really, now I appreciate this has value to me. This is really important. Or you responded in a relationship conversation very sincerely, respectfully. Saying, this is how it is for me right now. I value this, and this is how it is. Whatever it is, you know. So there are all these moments. And so how it is that we can, you know, be present for our lives, even no matter how mundane could it be, how joyful could it be, how painful could it be. With care, you know, can we honor any any experience? Mindfulness does not have a privileged screen to say, oh, not this experience. Oh, this, yes, this experience. No, it's our conditioning that choose some of the experiences that we like let in and the ones that we let out. And if we're not aware of that conditioning, you know, it may be a free-for-all. So an example, I give you a very simple example, weather. Well, I grew up in hot weather. And when it gets very cold, there's an adverse response. Now it's much better than other times, but there's an adverse response. And before I will fight with it, I will, you know, wear four layers. I will not go to places. I will stay inside, live in different places that will allow me to practice with this condition of life. But at some point, I just feel like, wow, this is really tiring. It's like, I am, I mean, this is even before COVID, okay? It's like, I'm, I'm limiting myself here a lot. I could feel the contraction, the reactivity. And so something softened. As soon as I recognize, oh, this is okay, yeah, this is this is a condition, yeah, I, I grew up like this, and and then I recognize this aversion, 
You know how I said to you, notice and noting? This is it. Wow, this is really aversive. I'm having a strong reaction here. I just name it, and it was so powerful. Sometimes it's just so powerful. It, it decreases the intensity. And so in that moment, that's a moment of choice. Okay, what's the care for myself? And what is the care for whatever conditions are here? And that includes, okay, this is how it is right now. What can I do now? How can I be with this? But it doesn't mean that you have to get rid of it, that you have to resolve it, that you have to design it. This is how it is. Like it or not, Bruni, this is how it is. So what's what's the the way to respond to this reactivity? You don't even have to solve the reactivity. But what's the, the wise way, the kind way, so that you can continue receiving your life, whatever it is. And so this is where Kalyanamit comes in. Companions on the path of practice, us here today, we support each other. Okay, let me be here a little bit more. Bruni is still here. Or maybe later you can reflect on something of the practice. How is this for you? You know, the Buddha taught to all kinds of people. And I haven't heard yet any teaching saying you were right, you were wrong. But really, okay, how is this for you? How is this for you? We all have different ways. This is what I love so much of this practice. The practice just, you become the practice. You become your own teacher. When there's stability, there's wisdom, panya, and there's mindfulness, and there's a, an open heart that supports you to be here. Or to say, no, thank you, not now. But this continuity of practice requires or give us that stability, that strength, that clear seeing. We need to be present to receive it. So, um, okay. So with that, Oh, let me just check something here. Just wanted to. Okay. To add something, we will continue. You know, in each meditation of stillness, we will include a Brahma Vihara. So. Then for the next one, we'll do compassion, the following mudita, and the following equanimity, like I said.
But with this, I just want to check in with you right now to see how this is landing for you. If there are any comments or questions or celebrations, just a check-in. Before we go to lunch. Is there anything you want to ask? If you want, you can you can raise your hand and I will call in, call you in or you can also if you want to stay anonymous, you can send a chat a comment to Tony and Tony and I will take turns. I will call you in to share whatever you need to share and Tony can read anonymously whatever you put in the chat for him. And we'll take turns that way if that if that is supportive for you. So anything about your practice? Yes, Catherine, please. Thank you. You're welcome. When we did the meta practice just now, and when we got to all beings, um, you know, I feel a frustration knowing that, I mean, I feel compassion and loving kindness, but it's tinged with a frustration or a striving because I can't make all beings not suffer. There's so many beings suffering. And so then I, I kind of cognitively realize I, you know, that's the way it is and cultivating love in my heart helps the world in general. Um, But that was kind of a cerebral resolution. So I wondered what you have to say about that, what your thoughts are. Sure. Let me ask you something before answering, um, Catherine. When something came up and said, you know, in, in your in, in your mind, brain, or however we call it, this is the way it is, mm-hmm. um, how did it feel in the body? Did you have a contraction? Did it stay the same or anything that you felt and where? In the throat, on the chest, whatever you remember. Yeah. um, Well, today, I mean, because this comes up a lot when I, yeah. Today, I, I felt a contraction when I realized how many, I mean, you know, being, the reality is how many, how much suffering there is. Yeah. Um, and then that contraction didn't really cease when I Okay. that's the way it is. Okay, great. Okay, so let me start. I always, I, uh, if I most of the time remember, I like to point out, oh, this is how you're practicing. This is, you know, the things that you're doing that really benefit your practice and and uh, so that you see it just to acknowledge. So you're aware 
this tells me you're aware not only here, but other times in your life that you notice, wow, this is showing up. And look at this, this, oh, this is showing up again. What is this? This is what, you know. So please know that that is something that, that is great because it's part of, you don't have to go and do a lot of investigation. You can do a little bit just to know it enough. And it seems like what with what you're saying, there's enough here that you can incline mind to other understandings. So it's like, oh, yeah, I know you. You've been here before. So, yes, there are moments that, and, and metta does this. This is part of the metta practice. Metta is a purification practice. And purification is that it, it when you're practicing, there may come moments in which it may become more difficult or you may become angry or you're like oh my god this is a you know meta sheds light to some things that need to be attended that maybe they're not resolving us that uh we need to be with them a little bit more within our mindfulness practice so, and sometimes with suffering, there are different things in different ways in which you can practice with this. It is, it is hard sometimes to see, wow, this is, this is that we are capable of create more suffering, of having not only second arrows, the second arrow, which I think I didn't mention it. I, regress to or or drift away to other things is how we relate to the experience the arrow of bringing things all what life brings the buddha didn't say everything in life is suffering but he did say there is suffering in life and it's hard sometimes to take that in it is hard and sometimes it's hard to recognize it. You know, there may be moments, and, you know, there may be other conditions, but I, there may be moments, I have had moments in my life in which there was so much suffering around me that I, I just couldn't bear it. And so I realized at some point I didn't want people to suffer because I could not bear it. I could not bear witness to what was happening. And bear witness doesn't mean that, you know, we're, we don't care. That's not what it is. But it's like, this is how it is for you right now. So in those cases, you felt the contraction. I'm not saying this is your case, but in 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 cases like that or in the case of you noticing the contraction in that moment you notice the contraction you name it this is this this is tight here maybe the practice in that moment is compassion 
And when we practice compassion this afternoon, then I can connect and answer more. Well, but now it's not like really compassion because because there's this contraction, Bruni. It's like happening. And like, I know they're not all going to be happy and free from suffering. Well, we may be amazed sometimes how people in the midst of everything, that's what I was saying. Can you hear, can you find the stillness in the midst of all? If, if you have a moment of peace, it counts. If, you know, someone that is really suffering and, and we see all these different world conditions, can that person have a moment of peace, even for one minute? It counts. So just, you know, recognize that even if it is not like maybe we have different ways in which we see, can they be happy? But then we have all these ideas of how they would be happy. But if we cannot control the conditions, but we can do what we can and acknowledge and rejoice, I am glad you had this moment of happiness. It may soften the contraction. So I'll talk more about compassion and more about this, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of something to be with while we go come back to compassion this afternoon. Okay? Anyone else? Any comments, protests? celebrations. Oh, yes, Donnie, please. I have a comment that was sent to me. It says, for me, what resonated is that you become the practice. Meditation took me to this place over time. The loving kindness meditation has been transforming on how I relate to others in my life. Yeah. Uh, mm. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Well said, well said, well said. Thank you for sharing, sharing your experience. Yeah. Anything else? 